From the Western Riverside Council of Governments, I'm Rachel Singer, and this is CogCast. Western Riverside County is home to approximately 200,000 college students served by a number of private and public colleges and universities. Once degreed, however, many students leave the region to find work elsewhere. Local jurisdictions are working to develop this young talent to become competent and confident professionals who will stay in the subregion and perhaps find a career in local government by participating in a new program. Today, we will examine a unique endeavor, the WR Cog Fellowship Program, and I am so pleased to welcome Cynthia Mejia and Daniel Soltero, staff analysts here at WR Cog, as our guests. Um, so welcome to the Cogcast, you two. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you, Rachel. Happy to be here. So excited to have you guys. Um, so both of you have actually participated in the fellowship program. Um, so it's great to have you relay your stories as participants. And then, um, Cynthia, you actually are one of the administrators of the program. So I'm really excited to get your insight as well. Um, so just learning a little bit about both of you. How long have you worked at WRCOG? And can you tell me a little bit about your academic background? Sure. So... Uh, I started my current position as an analyst seven months ago, but before that I was an intern and then a fellow. So in total, it's been about a year and a half that I've been at WRCOG. And uh, my academic background, I have a bachelor's degree in public policy from UC Riverside. Okay, awesome. How are you, Cynthia? Um, well, Daniel and I actually went through UCR's uh, public policy program around the same time. Uh, also graduated from UC Riverside, and I've been with WRCOG almost two years now. I started in April of 2016. Sweet. Okay. And then, um, so we're just going to jump right into the content. Um, I'm really excited to hear more about your guys' perspective on the fellowship program. Um, So Cynthia, again, as a graduate and now as an administrator of the fellowship program, can you tell me a little bit about the background of how this program even came about? Certainly. Yeah. So the idea for the fellowship program was really a response to the often mentioned brain drain and issue, the notion that Western Riverside County is home to several universities that graduate tens and tens of thousands of students each year. And while we do cultivate a lot of local talent and students are graduating, many of those students leave the subregion after graduating to obtain meaningful employment elsewhere. And the core issue at stake here is that when those graduates leave our subregion, we miss out on the opportunity to capture the talent mm-hmm. and the capital that, like I said here, it, it was cultivate, cultivated and nurtured here locally. Um, in addition, we also found that there is a disconnect among students in policy-related fields And local government, state and federal policy positions continue to attract students' attention more so than local government positions. Mm -hmm. And that might be because students may not be entirely aware of those opportunities available. And so by creating a prestigious fellowship opportunity, we hope to attract qualified candidates and provide them meaningful work experience to expose them to the vast employment opportunities in the public sector here and expose them also to what the region has to offer. Yeah, definitely. So it sounds like it's addressing both what you're calling the brain drain as well as the complication of just like what does, like the question that a lot of students have, what is local government? What does that mean for me? Does it mean I'm behind a desk the whole time? What does that actually look like? Exactly. Would you say that the brain drain is a unique issue to Riverside or Western Riverside County? 
It's definitely an issue here in Western Riverside County. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have at least three universities within, I would say, a 10-mile radius here Mm -hmm. in downtown Riverside that that service all of Western Riverside County. And so we attract thousands of students annually that come Mm -hmm. from local uh, cities and even outside of the state and those students then leave the subregion once they graduate. So it's definitely an issue here. We have the the like the perk of having so many universities within mm-hmm. such a small uh, area, and we definitely want to capitalize on that talent. But it is an issue specific to Western Riverside County. Yeah, definitely. I think all three of us have actually graduated from local universities. You guys obviously graduated from UCR, and I graduated from Cal Baptist, and so yeah. it's kind of funny we're all working at a local government agency. That's right. And two of you are products of the fellowship program. Speaks volumes <laughs> of it, right? <laughs> So can you tell me a little bit about how the fellowship program actually works? Sure. The fellowship is a nine-month paid internship opportunity for current seniors, current college seniors, or juniors, Mm -hmm. uh, recently graduated college students, or current master's students. And the reason why we specifically target those types of candidates are because we hope that after the nine-month program, they are available to secure full-time employment So this would require them to essentially be out of school or or close to being out of school. Um, And in the application process, um, we ask for the fellowship, the fellow's interest, just because we match each of those candidates with a city or a member agency from WRCOG, which includes the city, the county of Riverside, or our water district. Um, And we match them based on their interests and the needs of the organization. Um, So... Towards uh, throughout the nine month program, WRCOG hosts monthly networking sessions that supplement the work that fellows are doing. We also feature guest speakers that talk about their backgrounds and how they obtain their current positions. And we provide other skills training and career readiness topics and ensure that their resumes are ready to go towards the end of the program. We provide interviewing tips um, and so it's pretty simple. We It's a nine-month program. We have the fellowship networking sessions uh, monthly, and we provide the general oversight for the program, but fellows are more so working directly with the cities or their host agencies and, and relay any um, projects or assignments to their host agency. That's really neat. So... Is the fellowship uh, not only a service to the fellow, but also to the member jurisdictions as well? That's exactly right. The program was designed to be mutually beneficial Mm -hmm. to both the host agency and uh, fulfill their staffing needs or areas of of need within their organizations, as well as prepare the next generation of leaders Mm -hmm for public service careers. Yeah, definitely. So Daniel, now you being also a graduate of the fellowship program and being a young professional, can you tell me a little bit about your experience in the fellowship program, um, maybe where you did your fellowship as well? Absolutely. Uh, so the fellowship program, uh, it was a huge learning experience. I mean, I had a very steep learning curve mm-hmm. from the get-go. Um, you know, my main project at the city of Murrieta was working with the development services department um, to come up with a performance dashboard for the city's planning process. Um, so as the city had no similar projects, it fell on me to develop a template, uh, determine the milestones, 
and ultimately provide a statistical analysis and you know, a, a dashboard of sorts to, to mm -hmm. the city. Mm -hmm. um, having no experience in planning and development services and engineering, mm -hmm. it was definitely a challenge, but uh, it, was, it was highly rewarding because um, in the end, I delivered a product that was praised by the city council, executive staff, and uh, other staff in the city as well. Um, um, so other projects included a, um, I got to do work on the city's behalf for the streetlight program. Um, I also got to work with the Regional Homeless Alliance, uh, you know, researching local resources for homeless, mm -hmm. um, any types of food banks or uh, mental health resources for, for any homeless individuals, mm -hmm. and also provide a market-based rent study for one of the city-owned facilities. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, it was a variety of work, definitely rewarding and ultimately a great experience. Totally. It sounds like you had, like you said, a wide variety of projects that you worked on. Do you feel like that benefited you in the long run because you did get exposure to a lot of different areas like planning and then you helped with homelessness in the streetlight program? It sounds like you had a lot of different um, areas that you touched. Absolutely. Um, you know, just, just being in that environment, it taught me how to use, you know, how to how to use your resources that you have at hand, mm -hmm. um, you know, persistence and overcoming challenges. Mm -hmm. um, a, a lot of this stuff is not, you know, it's not directly taught. It's, it's something mm -hmm. that you learn as you go. Mm -hmm. um, so overall, the environment taught me how to overcome challenges, persistence, and how to find uh, and use local resources. Um, I think that environment teaches one to learn as you go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the variety of work just sets you up to, um, do well in, in, you know, in local government work as an analyst, as a generalist. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I definitely enjoyed the fellowship and it was ultimately a great experience. Totally. I think that all of what you mentioned is super applicable, especially to college students as they don't have a lot of experience yet. And But I think that one of the challenges to a fellowship program or really to any internship program is just the prevalence. There's a lot of opportunities for college students to get involved. So what makes um, the WRCOG fellowship any different than a different internship that a college student could receive from your perspective, Daniel. So from my point of view, the fellow is expected to perform um, at a much higher level than an intern. Mm -hmm. um, I think the title itself, you, you know, makes the makes the person believe that it carries more merit and responsibility. Um, and, you know, since our jurisdictions have a lot of trust in WRCOG and they come to us for a lot of different reasons. Um, I think that level of trust and high expectation transfers over to the fellow. Um, and at the same time, you know, once you have these high expectations of a fellow, that in, I believe that incentivizes the supervisor to uh, mentor, you know, mentor the fellow and take them under their wing, per se. Definitely. So it sounds like there's a lot of unique opportunities in the program ranging from a wide variety of projects that both of you guys have experienced. Um, so if we're going back to the mission statement of the fellowship program, however, the goal being to address that brain drain that we talked about earlier, how is the fellowship program intentional about preparing fellows for the workforce after the fellowship program is like completed? Great question. Um, so logistically speaking through the fellowship program, fellows are exposed to different areas of local government through the networking sessions. Mm -hmm. So in addition to the work that fellows are completing in their host agencies and those, you know, run the gamut there, mm -hmm. they don't, are not based on a specific area, but mm -hmm. they're extremely diverse. Um, we also mirror those types of projects and career readiness 
uh, tips through our networking sessions. We have one every month, usually towards the end of the month on a Friday, and we try to feature uh, issues that are pertinent to the work that they are working on, and we feature speakers that are uh, complementary to the work that they're working on. So for example, we recently have hosted a panel of city managers and they share what their experience is, um, how they obtain their positions and what their role is in a city government. We've also featured uh, public safety uh, speakers. And for that one, we specifically had a fire chief and a police chief talk about what their role in public safety is with local governments. Um, and so we try to expose fellows to different uh, policy areas and different career opportunities. We also try to increase uh, the experiences for their resumes. So mm -hmm. in addition to the work that they're working on, we try to um, expose them to different um, opportunities through outside events like professional organizations like mm -hmm. PRSA, Public Relations Society, um, or other like fiscal uh, organizations that they may be interested. We also help uh, support any endeavors that they have with those organizations if they want to participate to increase their resume experience and interviewing skills. Mm -hmm. So how have the connections fellows make in the program, maybe that's through their actual host agency or through the networking sessions, how does that help them in the long term search for full-time jobs or other opportunities, maybe that's job references, whatever it might be? Yeah, certainly. So in my personal experience, having gone through the program, um, I think had I not known about WRCOG, of course, we were employed through WRCOG and we um, learned a lot about the organization itself. But had I not known about it or been employed through it, I think I wouldn't, of course, be here right now. <laughs> so I think um, as part of the networking sessions, we do try to expose fellows to the different organizations available here within you know, the local government sector. So it's not just cities and the county. We also have local water districts and mm -hmm. other special districts that are um, that are available and that may have job opportunities. Mm -hmm. So, for example, RTA, the Riverside Transit Agency, or other um, partners or consultants that also work with directly with our uh, cities and member mm -hmm. agencies. Um, an ex a perfect example is one of our follows for this round, she did not finish the current program because she was hired on by one of our member agencies. Mm -hmm. um, and so just by speaking at an event, she was uh, pointed out by one of our member cities, the city of Eastvale, and they're like, mm -hmm. hey, she sounds like a great candidate for a current position that we have available, and they hired her. Wow. Um, in addition, we also have a few fellows that have gone to master's programs. We have one fellow, one former fellow at Yale getting a public health master's. We also have another fellow at Columbia getting a law degree. And so it wow. we try to expose fellows to career opportunities and and we absolutely support if they want to go into further their education. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the networking sessions do just that. They expose and inform fellows of opportunities that are outside of their host agency mm -hmm. um, that are that are maybe not a city or a county, but are a special district or mm -hmm. uh, one of our partner organizations that we work with. Yeah. And so we definitely try to share any job postings that are 
available Mm -hmm. towards the end of the program so that they are aware and can apply. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Um, So, Daniel, did you see the experiences you had at the networking sessions play out in similar ways as Cynthia mentioned? Sure. So during one of the networking sessions, I actually got to see my current boss present on his previous experience as a local government employee and as an intern. Um, So his experience and mine are similar in the fact that we both started as interns at WRCOG and have moved up some of the ranks. Um, I remember him saying something along the lines of, you know, as as fellows, we might not know or as fellows, they might not know where they're going. Um, if they want to go into the public or private sector, do they want to further their education mm-hmm. or make a you know complete career change after the fellowship program? Um, and, you know, at the time and as a fellow, that's that's kind of what was going through my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and one one thing that, that he said immediately after that, he's like, as long as you're as you're working hard uh, and you're putting in quality time and effort, you will get somewhere rewarding. You know, whether you know what, what it's going to be or not, it, you know, if, if you're putting in the hard work and time, you're going to get somewhere rewarding. Um, and, and you know to echo to echo my boss's uh, recommendations, um, you know that's that's kind of where I'm at now. You know, like I said at the time of being a fellow, I wasn't sure exactly where I wanted to go, mm-hmm. but I kept putting in a lot of work, a lot of uh, a lot of effort into everything I did. And you know now now you know I moved up into the fellowship, and now I'm an analyst here at WRCOG. So um, working for the guy that you listen to at your networking session. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, you know that that those tips right there, you know, worked. <laughs> perfectly for me. (laughs) To give some context to our um, listening audience, Daniel is actually, um, he works under Tyler Masters, who's the program manager for the Streetlights program, which is also the program that Daniel worked on as a fellow. And Tyler was at the networking session that Daniel was at when he was a fellow too. So lots of connections happening before you even hired on here at uh, WRCOG. Absolutely. It came full circle and I'm I'm back here again and you know, it's it's working out well. Definitely. So, um, Cynthia, just kind of vision casting a little bit, looking forward, what does the future look like for the fellowship program? I think it's looking bright and <laughs> hopefully um, pretty far out. We are definitely hoping that the program can go on as much as long as possible. We are already preparing recruitment for the next round, which is scheduled to begin in January. Mm-hmm. So in January, we will be posting the application for incoming fellows to apply Um, We are also at the same time gauging program satisfaction. We're meeting with our host agencies and current fellows to see uh, what their experience with the program has been and to see if they have any recommendations for improvements um, for us. And we're also looking to strengthen our alumni network. We are we do have a LinkedIn group for, for former alumni, so we're looking for creative ways to ensure that our alumni are keeping up with each other or at the very least sharing um, any job opportunities that are available that they know of. And uh, we definitely look forward to working with our next batches of incoming fellows and aiding with their professional development. And we find that it definitely has been a mutually beneficial program for our member agencies, as well as all of the fellows that have gone through the program. I can say from experience, and I'm sure Daniel can attest to that as well. So really excited program. It's a really exciting time and, and a great program in my opinion. So 
couldn't couldn't say anything more positive about it. Awesome. I second that right there too. Awesome. Well, I am so thankful that you guys took the time to come on to the podcast and just tell us a little bit about your experience in the fellowship program as a whole. I think that it's obviously a really unique program. I'm really um, used to address a local issue, the brain drain, and how we are retaining local talent here in Western Riverside and hopefully, hopefully in the public sector as well. And it's obviously successful. Both of you are employed in Western Riverside County and are um, very established young professionals. And so kudos to you guys. Um, but thank you so much for being on the show today. Do you guys have any last minute remarks? No, that is it. Thank you so much for having us, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. I really appreciate the time and for having me on the podcast. Wonderful. The Western Riverside Council of Governments, also known as WRCOG, exists to unify the Western Riverside County so that it can speak with a collective voice on important issues that affect its members. For more information on the fellowship and the Western Riverside Council of Governments, please visit www.wrcog.us.